I believe if you're listening to this, you're that one parent, teacher, therapist. You're that one human for this challenging kid. I think that's the goal here, to help our kids love themselves and to help them be compassionate towards themselves so they can be compassionate towards others and know that they are not alone in this world. Is your child's challenging behavior leaving you feeling exhausted, defeated, and hopeless? You are not alone. And I want you to know you are not a failure and your child is not broken. Welcome to Calm the Chaos Parenting, the podcast for parents raising strong-willed, highly sensitive, or neurodivergent children. I'm Dana Abraham, parenting expert, and I have helped hundreds of thousands of families just like yours. Each week, I'll share simple science-backed solutions to help you feel more grounded, in tune, and deeply connected to your child, no matter what challenge you face. Start your journey from surviving to thriving as a family at calmthechaospodcast.com. Hey, hey, everyone. It is Dana here, and welcome to the very first episode of the Calm the Chaos Parenting Podcast. I am joined not by myself. I've actually got a guest with me. A guest? Well, I mean, How you're rude. a little more than a guest. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Uh, so my name is Jason Abraham. If you guys don't know me, uh, I am Dana's spouse, yeah. uh, also business partner, Partner in crime. Partner in crime. In I was all thinking things. the same thing. In all things. Yeah. I'm like the man behind the scenes. Yeah. AKA Lemon Pickle. Yes. Everyone loves to call me Lemon Pickle. Yeah. That's a story for another episode. Yes. Okay. All right. So you guys are going to have to let us know if we should call them Lemon Pickle <laughs> um, or if you want to know the story. The Lemon Pickle origin story. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we have been asked uh, to start a podcast for so long, and here we are. We're doing it. I don't Finally. even know. This might get cut. I don't do we know. Need if like a, a confetti this. cannon? Like I feel like we do. I feel like we need a confetti cannon. We talked a long time. Do we want it to be serious? Do we want to be all sciencey? Or do we want to just be real life? And I think this I, is what we're going for. Real life, it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So full of shenanigans. We believe that parenting should be fun. And yeah, it's hard some days. And it's a holy hot mess. And we don't have it all figured out. And so we're just here to kind of share our journey. And also, in you know, the format's going to be different each week. We don't know. Sometimes we'll do interviews. Yeah, and We just got to find our way. Yeah, and sometimes it'll be just me. Sometimes it might just be just Jason. And we'll just see how it goes from here. Whoa, just Jason. Oh, no. The possibilities. <laughs> I don't know if I should give you the keys. So um, we're here today, yeah. right? Like, I, I think we want to know kind of like, who the heck is Dana Abraham, right? Okay. Like, what's the origin story? Like, where did you come from, right? <laughs> it seems like you came out of nowhere, you know, but like yeah. the nitty gritty, right? Yeah. I think that's what people want to know. I think a lot of people want to know, one you know, how did I get into this mess in the first place? And um, I get asked all the time. So it really did start just, I was a national board certified teacher. My favorite kids were the kids that came with a paper trail behind them and all the parents of these kids 
they came with their head hung. The kids knew it. Uh, all the other teachers knew it. And you got warned about them in the teacher's lounge. But they were my favorites. And I think it's because I was a little quirky. I was a little out of the box growing up. My older brother, um, he is bipolar. And so I was the sibling of a very explosive sibling. And so I think I just was built for this. And so when I had my own kid, yeah. <laughs> and just just to be clear, guys, we are a blended family. So for those of you that don't know. And so when I say when I had my first kid, I'm not sliding Jason. <laughs> Like it was just me. Was just I did me. all the work. All, all you on did my nothing. own. No. Um, so when I had my first kid, I really figured I had this parenting gig figured out. I figured I was going to be the world's best parent. But I think the universe. How, how did that turn out yeah, for you? <laughs> yeah. I think the universe well, played a really, really big joke on me. Yeah. And I think everybody who doesn't have a child thinks that they're going to be the best parent ever. Yeah. Right? Yeah, of course. I mean, I have the best I'm going to, I was the best parent until I became a parent. And, <laughs> until I had my own yeah, child. Until I had my own. And so for the first seven years, I felt like an absolute utter failure. Yeah. Yeah. It so, was, you know, like a lot happened in between, you know, let's say like year zero of parenting and like year like seven. Yeah. Now this would be a very, very long podcast, right? If we were to fill like the, no, all no, the pages. But year like, seven's the big one. I, I think that's kind of where we're headed, right? Yeah. Is, you know, let's, let's kind of like cue in to like where this yeah. was born, like sort of where Calm the Chaos was born. Yeah. And so I needed to cue up to where we were and year seven is um, up until this point, my son had been kicked out of preschool, kindergarten, first grade. You know, he was by second grade, he was kicked out of school more days than he was actually in school. And so at this point, it was pretty evident, even with uh, getting, you know, IEPs and different services, it was evident that the traditional school setting just was not working for him. Sure. And, and, you know, I wasn't in the picture as like a dad figure, you know, in his life at yeah. that point. But like thinking back on it, right, you, like you recapping of like he was kicked out of preschool, he was kicked out of kindergarten, yeah. right? Like it's starting to remember like those pieces when you're that young, you know, you can kind of say like, oh, it's he was just doing this. He was just doing that. Like there's easy ways to point out like how young he is or like how immature he is that, you know, can kind of like. I don't know, like, I want to use the word excuse just for lack of a better word, like yeah. excuse the behavior that's happening. But like, by the time he was in, I think it was yeah. second grade, it was like, yeah, okay, like, this is not just like young, like, what, yeah. what's going on here? What yeah, it do? was that one day where I, we were together at this point. Uh, I was pregnant with our daughter. And I was nine months pregnant. I got a call from school. And they were like, you need to come now. He's having another meltdown. We can't control it. And so when I walked into the school, he was surrounded by every adult in the building possible. Plus, they had called the police on him. Now, remember, he's seven years old. And they had him kind of caged in in this glassed in room in the office. So everyone was looking at him and the entire staff just put their hands in the air. And they were like, we don't know what happened. It just came out of nowhere. Now, I know that these teachers were trying their best. I know that they were doing the best they had with what they had because I was that teacher before. Yeah. And I was still teaching at that time. Sure. And so 
at that point, when I got led into the principal's office and she sat me down and she gave me two options, she was like, you either need to never bring him back until you figure out exactly what's wrong with him, which... BT dubs, that is totally illegal. Highly illegal, right? We don't, hey, principals, if you're listening, don't don't use that maneuver, right? So that's a whole nother episode too on advocating for your kid and your rights. But the second thing she said is, or let this kind gentleman take your son. And she was pointing to the police officer and she was basically saying that he could get arrested for his behavior. And it was just really evident at that point that we needed to do something different. I'm still baffled. What was the police officer going to do? I don't know, but you know how many times. I know, I know, I know. It's just like what I I just I'm trying to imagine this grown Chicago police officer like escorting a seven year old to the squad car. Like, I just don't see it happening. But it was multiple times. I mean, it happened all the way up until junior high. Yeah, it went in different school settings. So we decided I quit my job. I decided to homeschool him. And at that point, we were dealing with, you know, massive meltdowns at home, massive meltdowns at school. We were we're dealing with broken dishes and toys and holes in the wall. And I was trying and we were trying anything and everything possible. And we were trying therapies and we were trying positive parenting and we were trying strict parenting and we were trying like all the everything things that, under the sun, everything right? under the sun, things that I'm embarrassed to even say that I did and things that I, I felt like I should have known better how to how to handle them. Yeah. So that was actually going to be my my next question was like, you know, you are a, a, a national board certified teacher. You were like an award-winning, you know, Chicago school teacher. Uh, You had early childhood education like on lock by all means, right? Mm -hmm. But like here's your kiddo who is just like he's fooling everyone. Like he's breaking all the rules, all the systems, all the processes. How did that make you feel? I... I mean, like I said, I felt like I was the worst parent in the world. I felt completely alone. I was ashamed. I felt guilty. Like somehow I I caused this. Um, and, and it was other people would tell me that I caused this. And that if I just did this, if I just did that, if I just tried this, if I just tried that. And, and so I, I was completely lost and overwhelmed. And at that point, he was starting to notice as well that other people, that he wasn't like others and that he was getting in trouble. And it was really starting to weigh on his self-esteem. Yes. Yeah, and, I remember that. And he said things like, I wish I was dead. I wish I could just be like everybody else. And and that's a seven-year-old saying those things. Right. Which is pretty much just like knife in the heart. Oh, it right? just breaks your mama heart. Yeah. Right. And so at that point, when we brought him home and I decided to quit teaching, And guys, I am not one of those people who grew up saying, I want to be a homeschool mom, right? I have friends who are phenomenal homeschoolers. Uh, That was not me. I love teaching. I did not love homeschooling. And so I did it against my will, but I did it because I knew he needed something completely non-traditional. Yeah, absolutely. At this point in the story, like I've stepped in, like I'm playing the dad role. Like I'm still like new and I'm stepdad. Like, you know, I'm, I'm doing, so you were ruling the roost here, right? Like you were running the show because you were like primary parent. Yeah. I mean, at that point, you know, we have people all the time ask us like, how, how do you do this if you don't have a special? on board or if you don't have a partner that can help. And at that point, you didn't know what to do and you didn't, you weren't fully on board. Well, sure. Like how many, how many people expect a seven-year-old to to say things like, I want to kill myself, right? Like 
you just like, or I want to kill you, right? Or I want to kill you, or I hate you, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you don't see it coming, right? Like as as somebody who's like stepping into parenting, right? That's just not something that you yeah. imagine happening. Yeah. What my number one goal? Or I had two goals when we brought him home, and that was number one. I didn't want him to hate himself for not fitting in because I knew that he could turn that that anger and that hate inward on himself and hurt himself. And then I didn't want him to hate the world for not understanding him because I knew that he, or blame others. And I knew that he, if that was the case, he'd be much like my brother and he'd turn that anger outward and then it would be really destructive behavior. And so I didn't want that. You know, and, and I think anger is definitely like a big part of his journey, right? Yeah. He's having to, to, to learn how to manage his stress yeah. and it comes out as anger and aggression. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dana here, and guess what? My book, Calm the Chaos, has officially launched. So if you enjoy the podcast and find the stuff we're sharing valuable, I'm 100% sure you're going to love the book. You can get your copy at calmthechaosbook.com. And if you use this link, you'll also get some special bonuses. So once again, the link is calmthechaosbook.com. Thanks. I hope you're enjoying the show. Um, so, you know, I think we've painted like a pretty decent picture of like what life was like why we sort of like had this setup where mm-hmm. like you stopped working and you know at, at CPS you had that that luxury right where yeah. I was I had a full-time job I was making you know pretty decent money so we were able to survive just on my one income yeah. uh, and then we 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 had you come home right we had our together uh child right our daughter and <laughs> and just for anyone listening, we consider all of them our children. No, no, no. Um, but, you, you know, as I, as I know, I started You're it. the one who started it. I did, it. I did. With him, my kid, your, our kid. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Guys, absolutely. <laughs> right? Like, they're 100% my kids. I've, I've had them for 10 plus years now, right? Like, just for sake of factual yeah, evidence yeah, 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 yeah. is yeah. What, we're, what we're going for. So, right, we had our, our daughter. Um, and how did we go about, like... You know, I think you remember more than I do, because at this point, I think I was just trying to, yeah. like, fix survive. the turtle tank or yeah. survive or, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I remember. Uh, so I remember handing you Explosive Child by Dan, uh, by Ross Green at the time. I did read that. And one. it was just, you know, for all of the parents out there who are doing the all of the research and then you're handing research research and you're handing books and resources to your other partner and expecting them to just jump on board. Oh gosh. How did that feel? (laughs) (laughs) Well, so it's funny because, you know, at the time, right. Like I, I was working, uh, you know, at the board of trade, I had a tech job. Right. And, and like, that was my focus, right? Like I, I loved music and all these things. Like that's where my brain was at the time. And I remember you handing me this this parenting book and I was like, okay, like, I guess I'll read this. Like, okay, you know, so I, I got the audiobook because if I try to read anything, I'll fall asleep immediately. But I got the audiobook. And I, remember, I hope we're not putting them to sleep right now. No, of course not. <laughs> so uh, I, was, I was listening mm-hmm. every day on the way home, you know, and I remember the takeaway from the book, and I, I don't mean this in a bad way, but I was like, I don't know what to do with any of this, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's nice. Like, what next? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that's, I, I remember taking that away, and I didn't know how to, like, 
use any of it. And I think because you had the the, the background and the training, right, you were able to take those pieces yeah. and, and like extract them. Yeah. So I, I just want to be really clear, right? Like this is the point of the podcast where I'm supposed to tell you we figured it all out and our son magically, <laughs> like, you know, radically poof. changed and poof, like everything was magical. But it wasn't. It was a journey and it was long and it was hard and there were a lot of mistakes made by me, by Jason, oh, by, yeah. by professionals that tried to help us. And so the good news is that we're 10 years later and I can tell you that there is hope, right? That the birds are chirping outside, literally, and that our kids are pl- all playing nicely, have all enjoyed. And our son is about to graduate high school and he hasn't had really any big incidents in school for quite a while. Sure. And so we'll fill in the gaps just a little bit, but I, I don't want to paint a false picture that it magically got better because it didn't. No. It actually took a lot of, the very first thing was just connecting, just loving on him. And that's what this whole podcast is going to be about is walking you through that journey and also sharing the things that we discovered and and also bringing on experts that I'm still learning from. I still learn today because if I stop learning, then I stop growing and I don't want that. Yeah. And I think that's kind of our jam, right? Like we are learners, like lifelong learners. And like our money's on you guys are too. Otherwise you wouldn't be here listening or, you know, a part of our world. Now you, you say the end result is like, you know, everything's cool and successful, right? But I think you you have to paint the picture of like, what does success look like? Right. Because like he hasn't had any major incidents or like any like crazy aggression in the recent memory. Right. But just last night, like he definitely had like a very aggressive, like I'm angry and processing emotions. He definitely was yelling and processing. I mean, he's 17 years old and he's about to go out into the quote unquote real world. Yeah. And that was really stressing him out. And it was the first time he was letting that out of his head. And so, what has changed is really how we interact with him and how he is able to, you know, communicate with us and know what he's struggling with and those sorts of things. And, you know, the reason I said that it was because, like, I'm literally looking at our notes here and it's like, tell the like it became beautiful part. And I'm like, no, it didn't <laughs> magically become beautiful. I actually started sharing with other people online while it was crazy, crazy messy, while I thought I was alone and while I thought I was a failure. That's when I started. And I started at our blog, Lemon Lime Adventures, because when I Googled things and looked for things to help my son, there was not near as much as there is nowadays. And everything that I did find was picture perfect. Everyone had the perfect homeschool room and their kids were perfectly behaved and they followed perfect chore charts. And if they did positive parenting, it just worked magically and beautifully. And I was like, I must not know Jack. Like, what's wrong with me? And so I was really selfish when I started Lemon Lime Adventures. I really started it in hopes that I'd find one other human who was struggling the same way that we were struggling. And that could be that support system for me. I mean, that's really where it started. Sure. And, and I th- I think what I wanted to tie in 
you know, the piece that, that was coming for me was just like, you get to define success. Mm-hmm. And, and as we figured out how to define success for our family, right, things started to yeah. really shift for us, you know, and in this situation where like, you know, we have a 17 year old who is like going through a life transition. He has a lot of feelings and maybe like not a ton of like avenues that he feels comfortable yeah. in expressing those. Right. Like there was like a very like, rah, like I'm blowing yeah. up moment. Right. But it lasted 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. You rode that storm. You reconnected almost immediately, if not even like no separation between yeah, the events. I didn't. Yeah, it took maybe 10 minutes to go through from start to finish. Um, and, and that would have lasted five hours. Right. And there would have been three you know, subsequent <laughs> ones afterwards. And then days later, we still would have been trying to piece the pieces together. Right, that ripple effect. Right. There would have been a huge ripple effect. We would have ended up fighting. Whereas like when he walked in the door and he was like, oh, so what's he all upset about? And I was like, no, no, mm-mm. I just hold, held it together. I was super <laughs> calm and I don't have anything left to then help you right now. So I will later, you know, and we have now been able to talk about it and that we will talk, get into those details later, sure. but, but really I think when you say define success and that's what I did with those two goals is my number one goal was I don't want him to hate himself. Yeah. Right. And I believe that he is a 17 year old who you know, doesn't have a ton of friends who has his first girlfriend who is going like graduating high school. And I believe he likes himself quite a bit at this point. I think so. So I think that we can say, check, we, we met that goal. And goal number two of like him not blaming the world or hating the world. I think he's still navigating that right now. And I think he doesn't hate the world. He doesn't blame the world. He just still is trying to understand how to navigate the world. But he has me and he has Jason or you as a safe place. And that's the key is I wanted to make sure that he had he knew without a shadow of a doubt that he had one human who was never going to give up on him, who saw him for who he was, who saw the kid that nobody else saw. And that's my goal with this podcast too, because I believe if you're listening to this, you're that one parent, teacher, therapist, you're that one human for this challenging kid who other people see as a problem. Other people see as disrespectful or rude or, you know, and, and I, I think, right, that that's that's the goal here is to help our kids love themselves and to help them be compassionate towards themselves so they can be compassionate towards others and know that they are not alone in this world. That that's my like ultimate goal, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I feel like, you know, as the 17 year old kid who has gone through a tremendous journey right in the last uh, probably like 15, (laughs) like it's pretty, pretty easy as a toddler, but the things he struggles with now are like typical things, right? Like he's just doing like human stuff, right? He's generalizing, he's distorting, he's deleting facts, right? Like that's just, that's like learning to be a human. a lot of teenagers. That's a a lot lot of of adults. So like, this is like all pretty typical stuff. So it's, it's much easier to navigate. I just wanted to jump because it's kind of like, this is where we are. This is where we came from, right? But there's a lot in between. Yeah, which is the whole purpose of this podcast is to talk about all the in-between. And so really, we're on a mission with this podcast is to just make sure that no other child has to feel like my child felt. No other parent has to feel like we felt. And 
we're on a mission to create a world that is way more accepting. And at this point, we have iterated the process. We've created a roadmap and a framework that works. And it didn't just work for our most challenging kid. It's worked for works in our entire family. And it's worked with thousands and thousands of families around the world. And that is what we want to share with you is what we've discovered and what we found over the years that really does work, that isn't just theory, it isn't just ideas, but it's really practical solutions and strategies. And this framework is something that's adaptable and personalized to your unique family. And then we have set it up in such a way that it meets you where you're at. So if you're in survival mode, you can still access it. And then if you're further along the journey and you've been learning this learning strategies and you've been working with your family for a while, then it meets you there as well. So that's what I'm super excited about with this podcast. That's what I'm super excited about with creating resources for you guys. And I just, I can't wait to get to know each and every one of you guys that are listening to this. And what's amazing now, like, you know, in the year 2023 is you can, you know, you can find a company like Calm the Chaos, right? You can find a company, mm -hmm. you know, that says, hey, look, we're not alone yeah. here, right? Like, come on, like, let's look at this very realistic, right? We're kind of, we're done with like the Pinterest perfect age, oh, which is kind of amazing that like right now, as like a parent of a child who's struggling, mm -hmm. you can go and find a support network, yeah. right? And that, that feels really great. Like as a society that we've reached this point yep. where it's not just about, you know, like the the dinners on the table when you get home and everything's vacuumed and perfect, yeah. you know, like I think that that's really very exciting. Yeah. And I think that that's just the biggest piece here is I want each and every one of you guys to know that you are not a failure. Your kid is not broken and you're not alone in this journey anymore. And so, I mean, I think that the, the purpose of episode one is really just to kind of share a little bit of our backstory, where we came yeah. from, why we do what we do. And over the next couple of episodes, we're going to be sharing a little bit more about some of the specific challenges and some more about the roadmap and this framework that we've discovered. And so we do hope that you will join us. We hope that you will share this. I mean, I think that's what we're supposed to say, yeah, yeah. right? Like, like, subscribe and something like that. <laughs> Is that a thing? Sure. Why not? I don't know. It doesn't I'm have to so be. so new to all this. You guys have to teach me. We have to like point to the bell. Isn't that a thing? I, yeah. No. What? Yeah, it's okay. like in YouTube. I don't okay. use YouTube. I, I don't, don't know. I don't know any of this stuff. We're getting schooled by all the youngins. <laughs> True story. Okay, so, no, but for real. For real, I think the thing that we're supposed to say is if you want to learn more about how to calm yeah. the chaos, right, you want to head over to calmthechaospodcast.com. Yeah, and take that first step and let us know in the comments um, what you'd like to hear on this podcast and what has resonated with you today. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Calm the Chaos Parenting Podcast. If you are listening in, I want you to know that you are not alone and that you are exactly the parent that your child needs. And finally, I want you to know that you have got this and I'll see you in the next episode. Oh, and before I go, one quick note for all of you who are enjoying the podcast. My new book is officially live and I know you're going to love it. So just a quick reminder, you can go get your copy at calmthechaosbook.com. And if you do, you'll get some cool bonuses as well.
Once again, get your copy at calmthechaosbook.com and I'll see you next week.